and referring to, to, to uh, the Lord, Jesus Christ. Uh, he was the manifestation of God. And we are, we've, had, we've had 11 different uh, ways that we are to be like him. And that's what we're striving for. We've got to do his work while we're on this earth. And, uh, and we want to be like Jesus. Amen. That's kind of hard to do, isn't it? Amen. None's like him. Hebrews chapter 2. I will, I will begin reading it there, uh, making some statements. Then we will. Hebrews chapter 2. And uh, I'll begin reading it, verse number 9. Amen. But we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the sufferings of death crowned with glory and honor and, and he be by the grace of God should taste death for every man. For it becometh him for whom are all things and by whom are all things to bring in many sons unto glory to make the captain of our salvation perfect through suffering. For both he and that sanctifieth, and they who are sanctified are all one, for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Now, we're going to talk about the great God. Amen. He was before all things, by him all things consist. Amen. Hallelujah. He was made a little lower than the angels. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, he, he's made a little lower than the angels. And we'll, we'll find out why on that. Also in chapter 2, and I'll begin reading verse number 14. For as much then as, as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part in the same, that through the death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil, delivered them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Wherefore, in all things he has behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be merciful and faithful high priest in the things pertaining to God to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. Now that's talking about Jesus. He was made a little lower than the angels. He took up on human flesh. Amen. Took on the seed of Abraham, the scripture says here that he might destroy the powers of sin and death over us who all of our lifetime was in fear of there was no hope. Amen. And so thank God for that. He, said he made it a little lower than the angels. There was a reason why Jesus made it a little lower than the angels. Angels were immoral and they can't die. So he had to stoop below the angels. God did. Amen. In that human flesh. 
Jesus took on human flesh. And I wish that we would remember that sometimes when you're praying and thanking God for all of that, that he loved, how much he loves us, that he actually had pain and suffering like you and I. I believe he had a mind also that when people uh, spoke against him and spit upon him, he had feelings too. But he had a purpose and he did not allow any of that to, to uh, control his life. You know, amen. Now, I'm just going to back up for a couple of verses of scripture in Genesis. Or I say a couple of verses, a couple of places. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26, it says, And God said, Let us make man in, in our image, after our likeness, and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowls of the air, over the cattle, of the, and over, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Chapter 2, and I'll read verse 15 through 17. I'm not going to, there's a lot I could read, bring in, but I just want to make these few points. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for the day that thou, that the day that you, thou eatest thereof uh, thou shalt surely die. Chapter 1, or, or chapter 3 and verse 1. Now the serpent, and, and, and I'm... I'm skipping this because you know, you know the story enough that you know what's going on. Now, the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, and the Lord God had made, and he said unto the woman, this is the devil now, amen, hath God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruits of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto to the woman, Ye shall not surely die. God knoweth that in the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall become as gods, knowing good and evil. Oh my. You're, you're, you're going to exalt yourself. You're going to be lifted up. You're going to have a great high time. Verse number six, And when the woman saw the tree was good for food and the pleasant to the eye and the tree to be, be, meant to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and give to her husband he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made them, amen, um, made them some aprons, amen. First uh, John, first John 1, 
excuse me, 1 John 2 and 15. I got this scribble down here. I think I got the right one. 1 John 2 and 15. And it says it like this. 1 John 2, 15. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. Amen. It's not of the Father, but it's of the world. And the world's going to pass away in the lust thereof. Amen. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Little children, it is the last times. And as ye have heard from the Antichrist, that Antichrist shall come. Even now are they many Antichrists, whereby ye know that it is the last times. And I'm, that was just letting you know, hey, it, it, it is the beginnings and man in the windup of man, and all in between there, man has kind of done what he wanted to do. He's lived his own life, you know. It, I'm, re, I'm referring back in the uh, Old Testament period of time because when they failed, they realized, and uh, and what uh, what was said there, Amen. This when uh, they they recognized that they were unclothed, Amen. They they recognized that something happened. Amen. And what happened was, amen, they were stripped of their covering of God. And so what our lesson is about tonight, and I'm just going to say it, that we are got to exemplify the Lord Jesus Christ. And he had to come down and take our place, take our punishment, take our judgment, Amen. That we may live. I don't know. I don't know about Adam and Eve. What kind of a lifestyle or what they was. Amen. Before they fell. But they, uh, the first thing that they did was try to exalt themselves above God. Or exalt God's purpose in their life. Amen. Amen. And... Uh, it's, 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 it's that struggle of you and I to try to be what we want to be rather than being what God wants to be. And our motive tonight in teaching this is manifestations of the fullness of God, amen, that was given to us by Jesus Christ in the example. And we're to strive to be like him because he was God manifested in the flesh. We'll read that in a few minutes. Okay. St. John chapter 2. Amen. St. John chapter 2. And I will begin reading at the, at the 23rd verse. St. John chapter 2 and verse... I got 13 marked here. The 23rd verse... Now, when he was, he was in Jerusalem. Now, this is going to be the, this is where, this is where the, the real uh, experience of your and mine, mine, your salvation. When Jesus is in Jerusalem at the Passover, and this was the first Passover, amen, and he cleansed the temple. And when he's in Jerusalem at the Passover, in the feast days, many believed in him 
Amen. When they saw the miracles which he did, but Jesus did not commit himself unto them because he knew he knew man, and he need not that any should testify uh, uh, testify of, of man, for he knew what was in man. He knew he knew man. He knew mankind. Mankind's fickle sometimes, isn't it? Amen. We uh. We have our times. Amen. St. John, the third chapter, it starts off with Nicodemus coming to see him. That was Jesus' first ministry now, going up to Jerusalem. It's the very beginnings of, of John's uh, letter here to us. And, uh, and Nicodemus came to him as wanting to know, you know, you're a teacher, come from God. And I, I know that you are something special. Ain't, nobody's like you. Amen. And you know the story. Jesus told him, I've got to be born again, the water and the spirit, and so on and so forth. And you drop it on down to verse 25. Amen. And then there was arose a question between the disciples of John the Baptist and the rabbis and the teachers, because John the Baptist had, had some good, he had some good success in his, his baptisms. And the problem was now that uh, they, if you, I'm not going to read all this, because uh, they said, now, you, you're, you've been out here baptizing, and we've come to you to be baptized, and it was, it, we, wanna, we don't want to know now. You, you, we, we're pulled between the two. Jesus is, some, one, of your, one of your servants, or one of your, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, one of your, One, uh, one of your converts, let's put it that way, one of your converts now has been baptizing people and uh, what you going to do about that, you know, Morris? And then John the Baptist, just, he just read right on there and he was just letting them know that uh, I'm not the Christ and he's, he's, he, the, bride's, the, bride's, the bridegroom is going to, uh, uh, he's, the groom is going to have the bride, you know. He's the bridegroom. And he's, uh, he's going to increase and I'm going to decrease. So John the Baptist knew his, his way of getting off the scene. And Jesus now is the one. So I, I guess I could say it this way. All the hounds turned on Jesus now. They, they'd been attacking John the Baptist. But now they turned on Jesus. And so the devil now is trying to destroyed Jesus like he did. And of course, we, we had his Sunday school lesson. The lust of the flesh, that's the eye and the pride of life. That's exactly what the devil got Eve with and tried on Jesus. And um, he's more susceptible in all the things. So the, the battle is here between the devil and Jesus, all the rest of his ministry. Amen. Anything he did, he he couldn't. If he, if he didn't wash his hands, he was bad. And if he did, if he done any work on the Sabbath day, you know, praying for people, people got healed. You're not supposed to heal on the Sabbath day. And everything he did, they was attacking him. And I know I've been with the last Sunday or last Wednesday night. We was 
the, the temptations that you and I have to go through and the, uh, the uh, problems that we have to face. I want you to know t- today, I want to just turn it right around basically and say, yeah, we're going to go through it, but keep our eyes on the Lord. He never, it never slacked up in anything he did. Didn't phase him one bit. Regardless of what people said, what people did, what he had to go through. That's why I said a while ago, he had feelings. He was a man of like passion. He had feelings, and yet we need to to be like Jesus. We are not going to be taken by any circumstances that comes our way. Can you say amen to that? Am I making sense? Amen. Amen. John chapter 4. Just right on the check 4. Amen. And it says like this, When therefore the Lord knew how the Pharisees had heard that Jesus made and baptized more disciples than John, though Jesus himself baptized, amen, baptized not, but his disciples, he left Judea, and departed again and went to Galilee, and he must needs go through Samaria. Amen. But the question was, why do you follow Jesus? Amen. We were following John the Baptist, and we were having just fine. We were, we were contending with him, but people just started turning from John the Baptist and started going to Jesus, and John seemed to be happy about it. Yeah, because... He knew who Jesus was. Who was Jesus? 1 Timothy chapter 3. Amen. 1 Timothy chapter 3. And we'll we'll find out who Jesus was. 1 Timothy chapter 3. And I will begin reading. Of course, this is this is this is old hat to most of you, but I just want to walk through this. 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 14 says it like this, amen. These things I write unto thee, amen, hoping to come and see you shortly. But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how to you ought to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillow and ground of truth, and without a controversy. I know that's marked in probably every Bible should be. Without a controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh. God was manifest in the flesh. He was justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up into glory. Amen. So why, why do we follow Jesus? Why do we want to be like him? Why do we want to Amen. Make our lives, amen, appliable to him is because he was the creator God that manifests in the flesh. I can quote scriptures here. He meant he, 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 uh, he was before all things. He was the maker of all things. Amen. John 1 and 1. Amen. In the beginning was the word, word with God, word was God. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, the reason why 
we are so interested in the way that Jesus lived and taught and loved and ministered, amen, and acted in all the circumstances of life that we have no excuse to say, I don't know why I'm going through this. Hello. We're tried and tested, brothers and sisters. Amen. Hallelujah. Be thou an example to the people. John chapter 3, verse 27. John chapter 3, verse 27. Amen. It says, John answered and said, A man can receive nothing except it be given to him from heaven. Ye yourselves bear me witness, and as I said, I am not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. And he that hath a bride is the bridegroom, but the friends of the bridegroom which standeth here that standeth and heareth him rejoiceth greatly because of the bridegroom's voice this my joy therefore is fulfilled um, he's going to increase but I'm going to step out of the way he didn't really know what, how he would die but he recognized the fact that he'd, he'd served his purpose Amen. And I said, was it Sunday? I believe every one of us have a purpose for being here in the church. This, I believe every one of us have a calling on our lives to be a manifestation of, of, of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're to treat our brothers and sisters just like he treated us. Amen. First Timothy 3 and uh, 14 and 6 through 16 here the, I, will, I will read the, uh, uh, the translations, uh, uh, NIV translation. Great is the message of God, for God was manifest in the flesh. The NIV says he, ap he appeared in a body. Great is the mystery of God. He appeared in a body. 20th century New Testament says he was revealed in our nature. He suffered like all other it's just it was we it's a natural thing for you and I to to have uh, situations and circumstances of life. Why am I having to go through all this or whatever? I'm telling you, Lord, He went through it all. Amen. Philippians translation, Philippians, Philip's translation, not Philippians, but Philip's translation. He said he showed himself as a human being. He showed himself that I'm just like you. I'm a human being. He took on, took on flesh. Amplified Bible says, he or, or God was made visible to the human eyes, the human flesh. Praise God. Could you imagine now what, what we're talking about? We're talking about the God of creation robing himself in human flesh taking on him the form of a servant, being made in the likeness of man, being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and never fought 
back in any wise. And when we think of that, we think of what all he could have done if he wanted to. And yet he did not because he was wanting to be an example to you and I. That's why we, that's what I'm talking about tonight. We want to be a, a demonstrator. We want to be an active, amen, life that, and I'm consuming up all these other 10 or lessons or 11 lessons I've had before, summing it up right tonight to, to tell us, amen, we've got to imitate the Lord. We've got to have his, imitate him in all of his, uh, all of his actions. Amen. Now we begin in John, amen, and we're going to go right on through John, to, and, and you know, John chapter 14. Now this is, a, this is the third time that Jesus is in Jerusalem. It is the last feast, and he's going there to die. Amen. And he said, let your hearts be, not be troubled, but, but you believe in God, believe in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I'm coming again to receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And whether I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas held his hand up, you know, I guess. He said, Lord, we don't know where you're going, and how can we know the way? And Jesus said unto him, I am the way. Are you a follower of Jesus? He said, I'm the, I'm the way. Amen. I'm the truth. I'm the life. Amen. If you want to go to heaven, you got to follow Jesus. Want to be like him. Amen. We shall be like him then when, as we shall see him as he is. But as a present time, amen. We know he has all power, but we also know that we're still in human flesh and we've got to imitate not as he is, but what he was. Does that make sense? As long as we're in this flesh, he set us an example how to live in the flesh. Amen. Then Philip spoke up, you know. Uh, he, he spoke up in verse number 9 of this same chapter. Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time? We will go back up to verse number 8. Philip answered and said, Lord, show us the Father. It will, it will suffice us. I, 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 will, I know that you're talking about you're going to be going away and so forth, but show us the Father. It, it will suffice us to just to know. And Jesus said, well, listen, if you would excuse me for saying it, look at me. Have I been so long time with you? I've been with you three and a half years teaching you and showing you and guiding you and, and instructing you. Amen. And you're asking me now, have you not got the revelation yet that who I am? Well, you know, it, it's, it is a kind of a hard revelation to get sometimes. There's a lot, a lot of people hadn't found that one out yet. Amen. 
Have I been so long a time with you and you have not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me has seen the Father. How sayest thou unto me, show us the Father? Now there are some people would probably say that Jesus was really saying that, that uh, you've seen my works and you know that that's the works of the Spirit. Uh, and you no, know, if you've seen what I have done, you've seen what God can do. And I can tell you this, what we have seen Jesus do or heard Jesus do, you, we can do. Greater works than these, shall you do because I'm going to the Father. The, 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 the Bible and everything that God has did in his time on his flesh, on earth and living in that flesh, he has given us a power or he's left us with the ability, should I say. Amen. And we've got to, we've got to create the power and the faith, amen, to walk with him like, like Jesus walked. Amen. And when I was reading a while ago, I was reading a while ago, and I think, think, I think we've got it, we th think it is, that Jesus had to take on human flesh. He was made a little lower than the angels, To die. Angels don't die, but he had to die. Why did he die? He got down to our level, to where we are, that he may bring us up above. Amen. I don't know what it's going to be like in heaven. The only thing I want to know is just, I'm just going to want, I just want to get there. Amen. Let's turn back to chapter 7. St. John. St. John chapter 7 and verse 37. Says it like this. In the last days, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man is thirsty, let him come unto me and drink. And he that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, that they which believed on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Amen. And I could, I, you know, I guess we could take a few of these scriptures and preach for them a little bit. In that last day, that great day of the feast, if any man is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture said, out of his belly, out of his innermost being, shall flow rivers of living water. He, this, he was talking about the Holy Ghost. Amen. And he was, he was so uh, preoccupied, I guess, or occupied with trying to get across his points. Amen. He wanted people to believe on him. He wanted people to follow him. He, he wanted to be their savior, just like he is right now. To all this, all this people, everybody in Dothan, everybody in Dothan has a right to salvation, and also has an opportunity for salvation. I'd rather, I'd rather just y'all just say Amen or Oh me or I don't believe it or what. But uh, I'm telling you the truth. Amen. Jesus said that if ye would 
if we believe on him as the scripture reveals to us. Amen. Verse number 40. Chapter 7, verse number 40. Amen. Say it like this. I turn my pages here. Verse number 40 says, And many of the people, therefore, when they heard this saying, said, Of a truth, this is the prophet. You know, Jesus hardly, I, I guess I can say it this way, hardly got across his point and all that he did. And um, this is my own personal thing. I believe he had compassion on people. Jesus had compassion on people. And he healed them. But I, I think you could pick out most of the healings that Jesus did was to, for them to have faith to believe in him as a savior. He healed bodies that they may believe. He healed bodies that they may turn to him. Amen. He healed a person. He healed a person and when he found them later on, he told them this, go and, amen, go and sin no more lest a worse thing come upon you. In other words, I healed you. I cleansed you from something that you couldn't get rid of, couldn't, couldn't shake. But don't you fall back in that same track or thing again. Amen. You, you, you don't play with God. Amen. Amen. So the people saw what Jesus did and they, they have a truth. Amen. He is the prophet, uh, the Messiah, the Holy One, the God manifest in the flesh. He is our Savior. Praise God. Don't you love him? Don't you love him? Because what I'm just going to say, he didn't have to do any of that. He did it because he wanted to leave us an example that we could follow in his footsteps. Amen. I... Uh, I, I guess I'm. I guess I'm like you and anybody else. We. I would probably be complaining if I, God was felt like God was mistreating me or something. You know, I've, I've heard a lot of people. You, you heard what, poor brother Job did. Brother Job said, "Well, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord." Amen. That's why God chose him to be an example, and put it in the Word of God. Um, that it seemed that there's some people could serve him regardless of the situations in life. Amen. But now I, I my point was he had a wife that I wouldn't want to be married to. Why don't you just cuss a little bit, you know? Curse God and die. That's, that's, well, we, we can't do that. Jesus suffered for us, leaving us an example. Jesus, he has been tempted in all points like you, yet without sin. You can't, 
You can't say, God, you don't understand. Hello? Amen. One commentary said that he has faith as the scripture teaches. Amen. And uh, referring basically to uh, Hebrews, I, I, I've got that wrote down. Hebrews chapter 11, you, we all know that's the, that's the faith chapter. And there's various men in, in Hebrews chapter 11. By faith they did. By faith they believed. They, by faith, that means that they believed, you know, in, 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 in what the Lord Jesus Christ could be. And also many, most of those were in the Old Testament. But by faith, they walked by faith and not by sight. They walked by faith and not the way things were going in their life. Amen? Amen. So I'm just trying to say that we, we the example that I'm talking about tonight and, and, and our striving for, to, to live like the Lord is to don't allow anything, amen, to say, uh, I can't make it. Or I don't feel like I can go through this or whatever. Uh, I'm just, brothers, there is no reason to be lost. There is no reason why that we can't be like Jesus. Song side writer, to be like Jesus, to be like Jesus. On earth I long to be like him. That, well, that's where we are. And we need to be like, amen. Amen. Uh, one commentary said that they had faith as the scripture teaches us to believe then spelled out as, as to how their faith is to be accomplished, to be confident in what you believe. Amen. Be persuaded on what you believe. Faith is the substance. It's the, it's the thing that I'm, I'm, I'm trying my best to grab something uh, on what faith really is. Faith is seeing the thing happen before it happens. That's faith. We walk by faith because we, we, we take a step at a time. Amen. Praise God. We believe that God, Jesus kept telling us to believe and I've, I've told you I've told you the story more times than one about as I was standing probably six to no further than eight feet from a man that he was he was our neighbor and uh, he was at our, one of our services that we had and his uh, his hand was just like this it was paralyzed that way and he, he couldn't do nothing with it and he would Light his, light his pipe and stuff it full and light it up and he would stick it in there uh, with, the, uh, with the stem sticking out so he could smoke it like this. That's all he could do. That's, that's all the hand was good for it right there. And he wanted prayer. wanted the Lord to heal him. Brother asked him, said, uh, do you believe God's going to heal you? He said, God can do whatever he wants to. He can, yeah, he, he, can, he can heal me. I didn't say, do you believe God could heal you? I said, do you believe that God's going to heal you? Yeah, I believe God can heal. I, I'm sure that's why I'm here. I'm, I'm, 
I don't know exactly the words he was saying all together of it, but uh, he said, no, I'm asking you, do you believe God's going to heal you tonight? He said, if he wants to, he can. And I have never seen this before. And the man said, okay, I'm going to lay my hands on you and I'm going to pray and God's going to heal you. And it's up to you where you keep that or not. And he was praying and that hand, hand flew out just like that. And he just looked like, a, he, looked like he was a sh- in total shock. He come right back. He said, pray. <laughs> he said, I already prayed. And the man walked down there and lived the rest of his life just like that. I don't know. I have never seen anything like that before, but I saw him healed, and I saw it be unhealed, I guess I could say it, because he lacked faith. We don't need to go around with a lack of faith. I believe that God can do anything. But when it comes down to really... We've got to increase our faith because what I'm talking about tonight, Jesus has showed us what a human being could do if he was totally submitted to God. Because the Holy Ghost, Jesus was saying, out of his innermost being shall flow rivers of water. He was speaking the Holy Ghost. That is Christ in us. That's Christ living in our hearts and minds. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. If we can just, we hear it and believe it. We always are preaching about the, the lack of faith and lack of belief of the disciples sometimes and other people in the Bible. But brothers and sisters, we are, we are so in this generation so prone to believe that we can accomplish anything Outside of God, I mean, we, we, we. I dare say that most of us are dreaming thoughts of accomplishing great things in this in this life. Amen. And uh, it may not be God's will for it, because it may uh, be the thing that may destroy us. And if y'all don't have to say amen to that, I'll just say the amen for you. Now, I told this story 20 years ago or so to the man over in Mississippi. Uh, he, uh, he decided he would get a, he, he bought out a, a little uh, automobile or, or gas, gas station. And uh, he wanted to make a go of it. The other person couldn't make a go of it, so he he done everything he could, you know, had it all straightened up, you know, making people want to be enticement to them to come in. And all of that work he did, he got to where he couldn't couldn't make it to Wednesday night Bible studies. And uh, so they told me he was missing him. Yeah, yeah, he did. But then I I just was trying to get trying to get my thing my station to to really making money. And then the next thing you know, that he was missing on Sunday night because he had to get up early in the morning, early Monday morning to get to a station and so forth. 
And that went on for a month or so or a year. And the next thing happened that he couldn't make it on Sunday because he was so give out going on Sunday. And his wife kept going to church. And a preacher was trying to talk to him. But he just was so busy. His wife came down with cancer. And he made a vow, if God would heal her, that he would be in church. And the Lord healed her. Hallelujah. And he told his, he told his story, went around telling it to other people. He said, God is more important than anything else. Amen. And I'm not making, making but uh, uh, it's, it's just a total surrender to God. I've got several scriptures here I would conclude with uh, right now. Uh, Romans chapter 1, verse 5. I don't have a Romans 1 5 I'll be there it says like this by whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all the nations for his name's sake for his name and then verse 16 of this same chapter, verse, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and to also to the Greek. Amen. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. Amen. The just shall live by faith. And you can read on in that chapter all the way down to verse number 28. Maybe I just can read, start at verse 23. Excuse me, wrong page. Uh, amen. Uh, let me just. Well, I, I, I don't want to read all that. That's, that's what Brother Harris is talking about. And maybe I just stop right here and just tell you uh, what uh, Brother Harris was talking about how the interchanging of things. I read an article. I read an article this week of a man or a woman or it, it was an it, I guess, because uh, he was a man, he wanted to be a woman, so uh, they started, they started uh, taking care of his problems, and then he, he was taking all these drugs to try to, uh, to, to get his body to be a woman, and, and, uh, and then he decided he didn't want to be a woman, but he couldn't be a man no more because there was nothing they could do about situation. And so he, then he started warning people. And I think they ought to have some, he ought to give him license to preach or something like that. Some of these stupid people. Is, now, now, he's, now he's messed up for life. He don't want to be a woman. He wants to be a man, but he can't be a man. And so now he's, he's hung in a body that's uh, nothing. 
It's an it. Amen. Amen. Ephesians, I'm, I'm skipping a lot of verses. Romans, uh, first, excuse me, Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 through 7, if you want to write that down. I ought to read Ephesians chapter 1. Amen. And uh, people are people make up their mind what they want to be before they start trying to change it. Even Ephesians chapter one, verse number twelve. Ephesians one and twelve says it like this: that we should be to the praise of in His glory, who first trusted in Christ, who whom. Ye also trusted after that you had, had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, the Holy Ghost, which is an earnest, amen, of your inheritance until the redemption of the, the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. Amen. God invested his spirit within us. Amen. We can change our lifestyle in the spirit world, but leave the fleshly world alone as far as trying to change your lifestyle. Amen. But thank God, amen, we are changed from glory to glory. Hallelujah. Amen. And I want to just make one more, one more little point, then I'm going to be closed. Genesis chapter 2. And I'll read verse number seven. Genesis chapter two and verse number seven. And the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and he breathed in his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul. St. John chapter 20. And I'll read verses 19 through 23. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, the doors were shut. Now this is Jesus. He's been dead and he's been resurrected. And the disciples in the upper room saying, what are we going to do? We've lost our leader or whatever. And uh, I'm sure that they were so in tumult of life because they were following the Lord. And the Bible says that here, the same day the evening was the door was shut where there were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side then when he, the disciples were glad when they had saw the Lord, he's alive, he's alive. Then said Jesus unto to them again, peace be unto you. And as my father has, hath sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he 
breathed on them and saith unto them, Receive the Holy Ghost. These two places, Genesis, when he breathed into Adam's mouth or whatever and breathed into him, he breathed life into him. But they messed that life up. Him and Eve got messed up and it, from Adam until Christ, all were born in sin, shape, and iniquity. All could not get back to the tree of life, hope of life. But here, Jesus, after his resurrection, let them know what he had done. He breathed life back into them. They didn't receive the Holy Ghost then, but he gave them that foretaste, I guess, that, that life is again where we can be like the Lord. Praise God. We can be like the Lord because we've got the Spirit within us. All it takes is to recognize the fact that we've got to depend upon Him, lean upon Him, amen, and act like He did, strive like He did, and not let the things of the world uh, distract us. Shall we stand? I hope I've made sense. I think I have. I've made sense to me. But we, we've got to, we, we got to know, hey, I started out to follow Jesus and I, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to follow him all the way. All the way. Amen. There is no U-turns in Christian walk. Amen. Lord God, I thank you for your word. And all these last two months, God, that I've been teaching, been talking about us trying to be like you. And oh, Jesus, it all boils down to one thing. We've got to make up our minds that this is what we want more than anything else in the world. Take this whole world, but give me Jesus. Hallelujah. Whatever it takes to draw closer to you, may we be willing, God, to say, Amen. Like Moses, and it just gets, I, I, I just, it keeps rolling in my mind. Moses was, he saw so much. He saw the burning bush, and he saw that rod in his hand. I was always just performing miraculous things. And then he had just stretched it out, and God, the waters, amen, and the Red Sea parted, and went up on the mountain. And he, he was so close to you, Lord, that he glowed with the power, amen, of your presence. And then he kept saying, I want to see your glory. I want to see more of you. May it be God in our hearts and minds to say, Lord, I'm not satisfied with my relationship with you. Because, God, I'm not like you, but I want to be like you. Oh, Jesus, help us, oh, God, to, to allow your spirit, God, to do its work in our lives. You, we, we, we've got your presence. We've We've been filled with your spirit. May it work, God. May we allow it to work, God, and do all that, God, it could be possible for us to do. If Jesus, we would just be like you. Submit. Amen. Though you were, though you were God manifest in the flesh, and you took that flesh, Lord, and you demonstrated to every one of us what flesh could be accomplished. If we would allow you, Jesus, to 
Now you do your work. Help us, O oh Lord God, to be more like you. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord bless you.